0: This message is brought to you by The Covenant Vision. It looks like this stage is, is lower this year. Huh? It's lower, right? huh I could see the back in the past. All right then. Um, I'll just share briefly from the word of God. I want us to end the year physically thanking God. So the last uh, last, um, five minutes of the year, I want us to spend time worshipping God. All right, I was wondering what the problem was. My phone was on YouTube. All right. So I was hearing my voice somewhere. Where was it coming from? I was wondering. All right, then let's pray. Father in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your glorious visitations this year. We thank you for everything that has happened that which made us feel good and that which didn't make us feel good. For we will not relate in this life with our own understanding. But that which the enemy even meant for evil, we know that you turn it all around for good. Therefore, in all things, we give you thanks and we give you praise. And as I go into the word this evening, I ask you, grand utterance that I speak accurately as the oracle of God, but with simplicity and power that our hearts may be established in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. While I was praying, God said this year should be called, no, next year, 2023 should be called the year of Ebenezer. That is... God, my helper. And I say that this time next year, you'll have seen such supernatural help as stipulated in the scripture that what you are not thinking about now that you may think will take 10, 15, or 20 years, you will have scaled those walls supernaturally because of the hand of God that will strengthen your hand. Quickly, let's look at First Samuel. I just want to share a few instructional principles that will leave us with some clear instructions. First Samuel chapter 7 and verse 3 to 12. And Samuel spoke unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do return unto the Lord with all of your hearts, and then put away the strange gods and Ashtaroth from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord, and serve him only. He said, And he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the children of Israel put away Balaam and Ashtoreth and served God only. Verse 5 And Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray for you unto the Lord. And note what he did. And they gathered together to Mizpah, and drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted on that day, and said, There, we have sinned against the Lord and Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpah and when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel had gathered together there, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel and when the children of Israel heard it they were afraid of the Philistines verse 8 and the children of Israel said unto Samuel cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us and he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took a second lamb and offered it for a burnt offering, note that holy unto the Lord, for Israel and the Lord heard him. And the Bible says, And when Samuel had offered up the bond offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel, that's after he had offered up that burnt offering. Key. The Bible says that the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines. Discon- they them and they were smitten before Israel. And uh, the men of Israel went out of Mesmer and pursued the Philistines. Verse 12. And Samuel took a stone and set it in between Mesperh and Shen, and called the name of it... Ebenezer saying hitherto the Lord has helped us. So God is the source of our help and the first principle um, that I want to share this evening is we must look to him as the only source of our help. There will be many channels through which God will pass that help to you in the course of the year but it is important that you note and God guards this jealously that his glory will he share with no other creature neither any person so he alone is the source of our help and we must look to him now looking to God In practice means that we keep our own side of the covenant I want to share in practical terms this evening what is the side your own side of the covenant they are instructions now when you have a covenant which is what we have with God Back then, two villages can come into a covenant. The reason is that one has a weakness and another has a strength. And the other has a weakness where that one is strong and this one is strong where the other is weak. So they will come into a covenant so that you offer to me your strength where I am weak and I will offer to you my strength where you are weak so where village A is weak they enter into a covenant with village B and there is an exchange of strength now so let's give an example here let's say one village A is very good at farming they have fertile land but they are weak in terms of military strength village B a strong military wise, but their ground is not fertile, so they come into a covenant. And the covenant is, and this is what you must understand with God the covenant is, we will feed you, village B, provided when we are attacked. And that may not be every day, but the day in which we are attacked, you will come with your strength and fight for us. So, whoever fights village A is really fighting village B and village A. But village B is sustained by the food all right, of village A. So, you enter that covenant and you enter into that agreement. Now, if one side of or one of the parties doesn't keep their own side of the covenant, this other party, the other side is not obliged to respond with their own strength when the weakness of that party shows up. And so there is something that God wants from man. When God created man, there was something He desired from man. Whoever offers that up unto God, the way God has stipulated, not the way you feel or the way you think, but the way God has stipulated that it shall be done, that person will see the help of God when their own weakness begins to show. There are two things that God desires of you and he wants you so do that and he will manifest his strength throughout all right your the entire year for you now here is the truth if you don't do these two things you will not be confident neither will you have an assurance within yourself in the day of battle, that God will show up for you. But if you do these two things, if Goliath shows up, like David came out, and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? There will be boldness on the inside of you. Like the Bible says, in this we have confidence, because we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. So, even your heart will tell you that, you know, you you, you won't be confident that God will show up, all right, if you don't keep this part of it. The Bible speaks about Abel, that he had a witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts. That even when he was dead, God was keeping the part, all right, of his Covenant, all right with him. So God wants that. What are the two things? The Bible tells us when Jesus came, he made it clear. God is a spirit, and he says he seeks, he seeks, he is looking for people that will worship him in a spirit and in truth. He says he's a spirit. And whoever worships must worship, all right, him in spirit and in truth. And that's what God is seeking for. The second thing he wants is how you stretch out your hand to help your brother or your fellow man when they are in need. Which means, do you shut up the bowels? Of your compassion, or do you lend a helping hand to your fellow man when they are in need? If you keep these two tenants there, you will find that the help of God, as you it in scripture, in every single situation. What God has promised us on His side is to give us power and wisdom to make it available to us. When we are in need, everything on this earth answers either to power or to wisdom. Every single human need answers to power or wisdom. Divine healing answers to power. Divine health to live for 120 years and to be strong and full of life and your mind remains sharp answers to wisdom. God instructs you every day how to keep your own body strong. It takes wisdom. It takes eating right. It takes moving your body right to stay in divine health. It takes staying away from anger. It takes moving out of bitterness. It takes, all right, you not allowing yourself to be stressed by doing things at the last minute which means that puts pressure on your system. Power can bring people into your life, but relationships are built and cultivated by wisdom. Though power may get you a big job, all right, businesses and institutions are only built through wisdom. So it's God's desire for worship. He seeks those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. He desires sincere worship. Now, where we get into instructions is this. I know Pentecostals, we don't like instructions. We are the only, quote-unquote, religious group that doesn't have, in this world, that doesn't have a routine. All right? Every other religious organization on this earth has a routine. Which means this, how they do it. We are the only ones. And God is a God of order. He pointed us to the tabernacle of David. And said, if you want dominion on this earth. If you want to be enthroned in whatever you are doing. Look at the tabernacle of David. And what David stipulated. Was that worship must be offered twice a day. You want to see God's hand? All right, make sure you bring the... Look, listen, to be a disciple means you subject yourself to discipline. Discipline means order. Discipline means there's a routine. All right, I can show from the scripture. Morning time, they offered up the bond's offering. Evening, they offered up the bond's offering. Twice a day, God wants you to offer up. We didn't say how long it should be. It could be for five minutes. It could be for ten, but twice a day. When you wake up in the morning before you set out, All right, people that worship idols, no matter what pressure they put, if they are instructed that you have to go and put something and give a sacrifice to that idol in the morning for that idol to protect you throughout the day, no matter the pressure, they will enter into that place and offer that thing before they go out. Because they know there's no security for them on the outside without satisfying the idol on the inside. We are the only ones. Very careless group. Have a lot of an enormous power available. But we are not using it correctly because of lack of discipline. Twice a day. all right. He wants you. Right. To get up in the morning. And open your mouth. It's there in the tabernacle of David. David saw it. God showed Moses. Twice it must be done. But what they offered were burnt offerings. David came and said, God has opened my ears. Burnt offering is not what he wants. He wants us to render the calves of our lips unto him and offer our praise unto him. So you must be intentional, alright, about it. Because of time, I'm going to quote the scripture, but first chronicles sixteen, forty to forty two, if you can put it up, all right, to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord upon the altar, burnt offering continually, morning and evening, and to do according to that which was written in the law of the Lord, which he commanded Israel. Now hear what David did. And with them Haman and Jedon and the rest were chosen. Who, expressed by, who were expressed by name to give thanks unto the Lord. Alright, it says constantly, morning and evening. This is what David introduced. Moses said, it's a burnt offering. David said, it is continuous thanksgiving for God's love and his mercy. In other words, while they are offering up the bond offering, and remember Samuel did that. That's what turned the battle in his favor, where the Bible says, after he offered the bond offering, the Lord moved, and then he said, Ebenezer, all right, the Lord our helper. I'm saying you are in a covenant, and I'll show this, with God. And he says that your own part is very easy. My own part is to do the impossible. Your part is to offer up worship to me twice a day. What is hard? The conversations you have, you spend more energy arguing, all right, and, I don't let me go into that, fighting on social media, do you get what I'm saying, all right, rather than giving thanks to God, the energy you spend is more than that, but you see, you can go there and give thanks, all right, you enter into your car, you give thanks to God on your way to work, on your way back from work, you say, well, I don't have time, it doesn't have to be with music and with equipment, you give thanks to God. All right, in the morning and in the evening, and God, all right, establishes that. David said in Psalm 40 verses 1 to verse 3, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Why did he do that? He brought me out of a horrible pit, and out of the merry clay. That's God's part of the covenant. But his own part, verse 3, he says, he has put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and put their trust in God. And in verse 6, he said, Mine ear thou hast opened up, sacrifice and offering thou did not desire. My ears as thou opened, burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. What God really wanted was worship. So that's the first thing there. He continually asked. Alright. Second thing that David did in order for that worship. To be pure. David continuously asked God for cleansing of his soul. Now, this is very important. For Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, he said, you are clean. But I need to wash your feet every time. He said, why? Even though you are clean, when you go out every day, you pick up dust. And I need to do that. And we need to submit ourselves to God. All right, for internal cleansing. In other words, it says, we shall come in a full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. There is the cleansing, all right, that must go on every day, and and this is your humility before God, and, and to know you depend on him. Hosea chapter 14 and verse 2. It says in Hosea chapter 14 verse 2, Take with you words, and turn to the Lord, and say unto him, Take away all iniquity, and receive us graciously, so will we render the calves of our lips. And I don't want to go too much into that, but it's about internal cleansing, we'll say this, and worship. When he says the worship that is offered up in spirit and in truth, comes from someone who knows that, you know, I I need internal cleansing. There are things there every day that I may not even be aware of. Uh, The high priest went into the holiest of all for errors people didn't understand, not conscious things, for for things that they didn't even know were in their system. And so he wants to do that at that depth. Psalm 51, verse 7 and to verse 10. Psalm 51, 7 to 10. So twice a day, one says, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. There's a connection between that and true worship. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Verse 8. Make me to hear or I joy and gladness, that the bones with thou art broken may rejoice. Verse 9. Hide not thy face, hide thy face from my sins, blot out all my iniquities. Verse 10. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. And then verse 14, let's go there. Verse 14, it says, Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou art the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Verse 15, O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Verse 16, for thou desire not sacrifice, else would I have given thou. Thou delightest not in bond offerings. Verse 17, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart that will not despise. So God uh, wants us to do our part, and once we do that, we will easily. Uh, the second part is about, is about helping people, all right, in times of need. Uh, that's why when they say we have fasted in Isaiah 58 and we have prayed, how come you did not hear? How come you didn't show up to help us? He said, listen, you hid your own self from your flesh. You didn't cover the nakedness alright of your own brother. Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 37 and verse 38. Uh, some people went, and says, and he shall say, where are their gods, their rock, in whom they trusted? How did they show distrust? Which did eat the fat of their sacrifices? drank the wine of their drink offerings let them rise up and help you and be your protection in other words whoever you want to help you and be your protection you must be offering up sacrifices to that person and there are spiritual sacrifices that we offer up unto god don't joke with it all right spiritual sacrifices we offer up unto god if israel went to battle and lost if Israel's land did not produce as should have produced, Israel knew the problem was with the priesthood. There was something wrong in that which they were doing in secret before God. That was why when they came into the open, they were not honored the way God wanted to honor them. Or what God wanted to honor them. So it's a covenant. All right? You worship me, and I will be your provider and will be your protection. Uh, The second, all right, is helping those that I need. There's something on this earth called the blessing of him that was ready to perish, is in the scripture. Now it's a secret. People don't know this. There's what is called the blessing of him that is ready to perish. In fact, Job said his wealth, Job said the ideas that he got in the past came as a result of this. It is the pronouncement a person makes on you who thought that they had come to the end of their road, but you were the one that stepped in to save them from that situation. That blessing, they say, on your life is called the blessing of him that was ready to perish. It is, it is what you call, you know, God would say that when people are about to die, then they, they release the blessing. Now, it, it's, the Bible says Joseph, when he was dying, leaned on his staff. When a person comes to the end of their road, when they feel that they can no longer have an education, when, you know, they have left school, when, when they come to a place where there is no more food to eat, when they feel that they have come to the end of it, whoever steps in, and delivers them from that situation. That blessing that they say in their heart towards that person. When they open their mouth and say, You will never lack in life, it's called the blessing of him that is ready to perish. When they say, You will never be without help from somebody, it's called the blessing of him that was ready to perish. It's a secret on this earth. So wherever you see people that are about to perish, and you have the wherewithal to help them, It is better not to buy new shoes, but collect the spiritual. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is better to use your resources. This morning, I was reading a book on Judaism, the laws of kindness. And they said, listen, cut down, Jews understand this. Cut down your own personal expenditure to increase the amount of kindness that you show. And the things that will happen to you, money cannot buy them. We see it in Job chapter 29 verse 12 and verse 13. It's the blessing and God told me, said, it is the key. I should tell the people, major key to what he wants to do in your life. Because I delivered the poor that cried and the fatherless. And him that had none to help him. The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. See, if, if how people feel doesn't count, why is it that Isaac told his son, go and get me the venison that I love so that my soul can bless you? In other words, you can do things that touch people at the core of their being. These are secrets. And it's just like you helping. Now, say you help somebody. And the person looked at you and said, for this thing that you have done, you will never have an accident in life. It's a blessing. It stays. Do you get know what I'm saying? And there's the cause of him that's ready to perish. You make a person perish. And the cause is there in the Bible. In New Testament too. So be wise about the things that you do. Helping people. See, when they go to the judgment seat of Christ, this is eternal and final judgment. Jesus puts the sheep on the right-hand side. He put the goats on the left-hand side. The sheep asked him, why are we on your right-hand side? He said, when I was hungry, I'm telling you about the weakness of God, That you have the strength to meet. He said when were you hungry? He said when I was in prison. Do you get what I'm saying here? And please let me say this. Sending a WhatsApp message. Say. Sorry. Sending an emoji. With WhatsApp. Is not the same thing as calling somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because social media is making us think we are fulfilling. Listen. He said, when I was hungry, you gave me food. You didn't send an emoji with somebody eating. Do you get what I'm saying here? When I was in prison, you visited me. It's not an email they sent. They visited. You want God to send an email to you from heaven? You want his presence. So he says, you to show your presence. When they asked Jesus, what did we do? Jesus said, this was judgment. He didn't say how deep you are. How much tongues you spoken? He said, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me water. They said, then he said, Jesus, when were you thirsty and hungry? He said, when you did it to the list of your brethren, you were doing it to me. In other words, the covenant is, when I am weak and you are strong, you show your strength. The day you are weak, I will show you my own strength. That's the covenant. Very simple. The thought is that you call upon God in a time of trouble or need. You may say, "Well, everybody calls." But the truth is some people don't call. All right? You go to Him. Now keep your own part every day. Worship Him twice a day. Ask every day for cleansing. If there is any area in my life you want adjustments, ask Him. All right, A humble and a contrite spirit. Then, uh, keep your eyes open. I mean, a very powerful story. Uh, someone told me she, she was a member of this church at Nona, and, and she was in the University of America. I don't want to call the name because we are live on the internet and things go further than you think. So, she didn't have, she was doing a master's in, in one of the Ivy League schools in America, and she didn't have all right fees for the next semester she actually needed twenty five thousand dollars she didn't have it all right and then she had said and i i knew her i knew her father her father was one of the people that taught me the gospel and i told her that if you ever have a need because i saw her post something on twitter about a need so i called her. i said listen to me your father your father helped me when i was just saved i will walk to church and he will preach and i said listen you are now in this church. It is payback time for me. Because it's covenant. So, this one you are posting on Twitter that you have a need. Come and meet me. Right? Now, well, she went to America, and she had a need. but she said something to me. She said later on, they told her, you, this was on a Monday, you will have to leave and go back to Nigeria on Friday. She said that she sat down and had been confessing. Then, she remembered a message. And the message said, whatever, and I'll show this, is a law in life. Prayer doesn't reverse it. Prayer reveals it. You get what I'm saying here? Prayer reveals it, doesn't reverse it. That if you position yourself to help those who are in need, in your own time of need, God will show up for you. Basically, that way. So she just said, she was walking and then saw an elderly woman in the snow, and she was struggling. She went to meet her, helped her to the grocery store. And this woman had started losing her mind. She'd been a member and showed she were going back and forth. She helped her, helped her, took everything, took her, her uh, all the groceries went back to her house, gave her, followed her, supported her. And this comes to the blessing of people. And the woman, when she was going, the woman stopped said, Well, I'm a Christian. She didn't even know the woman was a Christian. She said, I'm a Christian. And do you mind me praying for you? I said, well, you can pray. She said, and she offered a prayer to God and blessed her. Said the next morning, this was Thursday. The deal for students called her and said, listen, something just happened. One of the major donors into this university just gave us a, he said he just saw that he had, he, his business had done well. He just sent in $25,000 for any student that is in need. And what we usually do is that if somebody sends twenty five thousand and their ten students, will give allocate two thousand five hundred. He said, well, I woke up this morning, and after he sent it, something just told me that I should give you all the money." This was Thursday. She will have been. She told me, "said Pastor, I'll have been in church on Sunday, and you will have seen me." She said twenty five. She broke down and said, "God is real. There is a law in Scripture." God cannot do for you through men what you haven't done for another person as a fraction. He say, law. Whatsoever you sow is what you will reap. Do you get what I'm saying here? Yeah. God cannot be mocked. What you have never done, what God gave you the opportunity to do for somebody else, and you turned your back, and your conscience told you, the day you go to God, he will say in his heart, i gave you the opportunity because everything god does must be legal he must have a legal entry into your life all right because of time let's just go on so you offer a prayer you go to him in your hour of need come up to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need now when you get into a time of need, the third thing I want to say is this. If you want to see supernatural help, when you get into your time of need, call a personal fast. Number one, worship twice. Number two, help when you see people in need. It doesn't have to be something major. You can be like this lady said, she didn't give money. She just assisted an elderly woman. Alright? Because the third is fasting. You see, a three-fold cord cannot be easily broken. There are three things that results rest on. Helping people in need, fasting, and prayer. Look at prayer, and I'll show the scripture, as the plane. The body of the plane. Fasting is the right wing. Helping those in need is the left wing. If those three are not there, the thing won't balance. That's why Jesus said, these three things, when you do it in secret, God will reward you openly. He said, when you give alms, do it in secret. When you fast, do it in secret. When you pray do it in secret. Those three go together. Cornelius, who brought, you through, who's through, who through his prayer, there was the birth of what we call the message, all right, of the gospel really to the Gentile world. That was the first time. The Bible says that he was in a fast and God said, your arms and your prayers have come as a memorial. There is no patriarch that ran into a situation where they had a need. That they didn't call a fast. Let me repeat. This thing is our new day charismatic movement. There is nobody read the scriptures that they didn't call a fast. God says come to Jordan if they didn't call a fast. They, some of the same come, they didn't call a fast. Jesus, when he came to start his ministry, he didn't call a fast. Everybody will go to God and call a fast. And say, listen, Esther wanted to save. She called a fast. Mordecai said, listen, you call a fast. (coughs) It's an integral part of it. So, this is when the need now appears. Call a fast. Uh, Because I don't have time to go through all the scriptures. Paul called a fast during the time of need. These are the three things that must be done in secret. And there is an irrevocable law in this. Prayer does not Change it. You can't say, well, I'll pray and I'll change it. Prayer reveals this irrevocable law. That what you sow to others is what you reap when you pray. What you sow into the lives of others is what you will reap when you pray. And i will show this, Jesus taught it. Paul taught it. It's all over. And if you look at life, it's there unfolding every day. Alright? Ruth didn't get to where she got to. Without sowing powerful seeds. Joseph didn't get to where he got to. Without sowing powerful seeds of loyalty. These were people that other human beings were their priority. Okay. So God's work in prayer is to multiply back what you have sown into others. So, when that hour comes, call it. It could even be just for a day. All right, Nineveh, they called for a day. Everybody fasted. Even the animals, they said, You anointed. All right? They called the fast and saw the help of God. You want to see the help of God? All right, you do that. The Holy Spirit is called the helper. And the Holy Spirit and fasting, all right, go right together. Matthew chapter 7 verse 11, I want to show you this law, 11 to 14. Hear what Jesus said. If you then be evil, evil how to give good gifts to your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? So God wants to do it, but he said there is a law. Therefore, when you put therefore, it means this is, that, this is there for this one. Therefore, all things whatsoever you will that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophet. Then he said in verse 13. Enter in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many are going therein. But narrow, straight is the gate. And narrow is the way that leads to life. And few, it says, be that find it. That's the way to life here. Whatever you want, do the same. All right, unto to them. And you have a witness in your heart that in your own day of trouble, Proverbs 19 and verse 17. Proverbs 19, 17. He that hath pity on the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he hath given, the Bible says God, will repay him again. So everyone that knew God in scripture declared a fast that knew God. In times where help was needed from heaven. When you need help, okay? From heaven, call a fast. Food has been man's problem from the garden. Food has a man's problem. What was the first temptation for Jesus? What was it? What was it? You are not talking now. You are you are you are not happy. Alright? You what miracle will happen to you without anything. See. What was the exception? Food. What did they use to catch Adam and Eve? What finished Esau? How did he lose his right birthright? If you come fast, there is no way you are going to enter destiny. Are you following me, Sedia? Please, we are students of the church we are students of church history and we are students of ministry. Go to anybody teaching revelation that undermines fasting. Look at the impact of that ministry. Zero. I am saying, listen to the revelation. That's the gift because the gift and calling is without repentance. If you are gifted, you are gifted. It will show. But look at the impact of the ministry. Now, check any ministry in this country that has impact is a fasting ministry. Are you following what I'm saying? So, I go even before a day. Alright? Listen, even if it's breakfast alone, say till three o'clock, do it. Alright? So, secure that help from heaven. There's so much you can go to into that. And then the content of your prayer when you go to god and we've taught this god is the source but he will always use men to bless you and that's what is blocking the blessing a lot of times because the prayer has been answered but god cannot violate the law he needs to walk through people and if you have not on the earth been a helper of men god has no legal right to move people to help you. If you have been thinking about helping people. but you never executed. Go and check. People will be thinking about helping you. But who not execute. If you. Alright. Thought about something. And you say. That's what is happening. It's over there. But the person who does that. Worships God. Sees God as their source. <clears throat> then understands. That God will use people. And the content of your prayer, one, open my eyes, open my ears. Two, send in people. You know, I was thinking about this and God showed me, said, so, I said, I put man in the garden. I was with him in the garden. But I still said, it is not good for man to be alone. I said it. He had me, but I said it is not good for him just to be with me alone. Me and him alone is not good for him. He needs a help meet, which means a help that is fitted for that situation. In other words, for everything you are reaching for, you need a help that fits that situation perfectly. That's a help meet, which means the help that fits it. And when you, or I pray to God, ask him, I need a help that fits this situation perfectly. And what happens is, he now raises people. And sends those people to you. Quickly, let's look at 1 Samuel. Put up NIV translation. 1 Samuel, chapter 12 and verse 8. I'll just close it here. I want us to do things because in past when I taught this with it, And we've said there are about six different types of people you must ask God for this year. You must ask him to send into your life informants. People that have the knowledge, the critical knowledge you need to change something. Yes, not yesterday. Now, what well, it was Thursday. I went to see my mother, and so two of my friends came, classmates from school, from from primary school and secondary school. So I was talking to one of them, and what, I don't know, we got in a conversation, and one of them said to me, he said, you know, he bought something in America to clean something, some steal something there, and he said something. He said, when I poured the thing, I bought it in America, when I said I cleaned, he said the thing smelled like. ah, He looked at this this thing smelling like 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 citrus fruit and all of that. Now, what these people mix looks like. So he said, when the thing finished, and he couldn't go to America, he said, I think I know what these people are doing. He went to get orange, orange fruit. He cut it, squeezed the back of it there, all right, and just put some small soap. Did it. He did exactly the same thing. See, you can be running around, and there's orange fruit there that has the solution. But somebody has the knowledge. God said, my people perish for lack of what? Knowledge. Somebody has the knowledge. On this earth, somebody has it. Anytime you pray, God raises people. Alright? right. First Samuel 12, 8. Quickly, NIV translation. After Jacob entered Egypt, he cried unto the Lord for help. And the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your forefathers out of Egypt and settled them in this place. You will find men who will settle you in the place that God has ordained for you. Do you get what I'm saying here? He will send men. If you reject those men, you've rejected the, rejected the place. He declined to be delivered. And God raised two people to go and settle them in that place. That's why it tells us, and I'll close with this, Luke 13, 34 and 35. Luke 13, 34 and 35. So, ask God, eyes that see eyes that hear. Alright? Worship team please. Come up. Alright, so that because we have four minutes. Eyes that see you. Hears that hear. But for everything you are believing God for, ask him for the help that is fitted for this situation. Luke 13, 34 and 35. Alright? All right? Jerusalem which killed the prophet and stoned them that are sent unto you. How often I will have gathered all your children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings. But you will not. And then he said, Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. And verily I say unto you, You shall not see me until the time comes. When you say, Not blessed is the Lord, but blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. When on the appearance of those that God sent, you are giving thanks to God. So this, before as we step into the new year, I want us to practice this. Show gratitude to God for the next three minutes. You can come up quickly. For the next three minutes. For people that have helped you on the journey so far in life. I'm not saying thank him for the results. Thank him for the people. Do you get what I'm saying? Starting with your parents. You say, well, man, my parents would disagree. They didn't let me marry the person I was supposed to marry. The person who looked at you and said I want to marry you Is what your parents put on you They saw that they liked you So they, even if they didn't agree First of all thank them that they did what they did Even if a boss Get about when he was throwing spears Remember when he made you chief of army staff Remember when he brought you Out of the hole Listen never fight Never on any condition Fight anybody who has helped you in life Never do it so let's do this this morning for two minutes just lift up your hands and thank you god and begin to remember and call them by name no tongues here call the people's name call them by name so it is specific lord i thank you for this i thank you for jack i thank you for jill i thank you for Jay, and begin to go through your life thank him for the friends that you had thank him for aunties uncles, thank him for people that mentored you at work thank him for people that brought critical information into your life thank him for people the bible says that man was not made for the sabbath sabbath was made for the man the most important thing God has done is people people. who is man? thank him you are touching the heart of God when you thank him for people Let's just take a song of thanksgiving. You are good and your mercy is forever. Four, three, two, one. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! before we get into our prophetical utterances for the new year um, as we were worshipping I had this strong urge to go again to this and tell you this listen there is nobody hear what I'm about to say who God will use to help you into your destiny that in the course of your interaction with them, they won't, you won't pick up an offense. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I say pick up an offense, either by omission, maybe they did something, they said something that you can or could have been offended. And listen, there are many people, the key secret to a healthy and joyful life is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Your ability to give up certain things. There's a scripture here that says, you shouldn't listen to too many things because in the course of listening, you will hear your servant curse you. You know that. okay? People talk, they say things they don't mean sometimes. So what I'm trying to say is this. The waters that will take you to your destiny in prophetic utterances, as we are prophesying, will say it are called fresh waters. Fresh waters are waters that have not been contaminated with bitterness. So if there is any significant person in your life, significant person, and I can stand here today and say this, I make sure, I have made sure, there is nobody who has been significant in my life that I am not today on friendly. I'm still on friendly terms with them. And they call me. They ask me to do things. In fact, one of them asked me to do something. That he didn't know the measure of sacrifice. He got up and said uh, yesterday. I went there to do it for him. He said, I called. Because he used to be my, well, my pastor. He said, I, he said, I want to thank God. He said, I called him. He didn't. He just got up and said, I'm coming. You don't fight people that have helped you. See, prophets can run mad. Do you get what I'm saying? That's why it's called the madness of a prophet. But even if a prophet runs mad, you should not be the one that will bring a sword out. Even when Saul ran mad and wanted to kill David, David said, All right? Parents make mistakes, friends make mistakes. But if there is anybody in your life that has helped you in the past and today you are not on friendly terms when I say friendly terms now you don't even have to be on friendly terms but there is beef in your heart towards them. Drop that beef here tonight. I beg you. If you want me to kneel down, I can kneel down for you. I beg you drop it take the next two minutes we want to give thanksgiving and thank God just remember what the person did uh, look there is somebody in this ministry in this church that one day I mean the person I mean we are not I mean I've tried to because I, but the person is angry and angry but, but I don't forget in fact there was somebody that did something and I went on platform and I said something that this was the person The pen said, I got phone calls from people. That pastor, but said, you are the one who introduced him to this person. And she called me. She said, I heard you said. I said, I don't fight. I don't fight anybody. All right? And I remember, I sat in the office and I was wondering whether God called me to ministry. Somebody came to meet me. He's a commissioner in Lagos State today. He was in church. He just walked into the office of the church to come and meet me. He said, pastor, I said, what? He said, there's something outside you should come and see. I was almost depressed because I looked at church. Nothing was happening. I went outside. The woman opened the boot of her car. And she was coming from the fastest growing church in Lagos at that time. And she said, here, God told me to give you this. It was the largest sum of money we had ever seen in five years. Listen, no, single offering. As we combine all the whole church gave. You get what I'm saying? Huh? One person gave it. Even if that person is insulting me today, I will be thanking God for that day. Do you understand what I'm saying? I see that person as a blessing, not as a curse. What Satan is trying to do is to make you go to the side of death. And it is what you remember you reproduce. Do you hear what I'm saying? People do good, people do bad. People do perceived good, perceived bad. But it's what you remember of them that you will recreate in your next relationship. So, for two minutes, some of you here may have disagreed with your parents uh, they didn't allow you to do it. For two minutes, they fed you. They contributed to your life without taking salary. The mother you're angry at, you didn't pay her to breastfeed you. If she did not, you would have died. All this one you are talking, you won't have the mouth to say it. Do you get what I'm saying if they hated you and put your face in fire and you, 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 are, you, you are burnt up, the parent that you said I love you that you are fighting them for won't love you like that. So thank God from your heart for every person. Now these are people that you believe have offended you deeply. Turn that thing around. They This they in thanksgiving. Remember the good that they have done and give God thanks for that. Let's do that for one minute. Thanks, 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 we give you thanks For all you have done In the name of Jesus I acknowledge that in answer to my prayers You raise up people and send them into my life to help me I am a living witness of having received help from people. I come this morning, first thing I'm doing in 2023, to thank you for the people that you have used to bless me. And in particular, this morning, now think about that person or those people. I want to thank you for, insert the name of the person or the people under your breath, I want to thank you for whom you once used to bless me greatly. I acknowledge this person as a sent one into my life. And I hold this in my memory concerning this person as one used by God to bless me in my time of need. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Alright, we're we'll going to our prophetic utterances. And God gave me some things to say. Some are very specific. I like the person who gave the testimony, the young lady. Alright, what registers in your spirit. Alright, hold on to those ones. And, and keep those words. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare that according to Genesis 49 26, 22 to verse 26, this year 2023, these words that I speak into and over your life shall become events. And experiences in your life. The Lord will help you and make you fruitful in all that you do. You shall find a spring this year, and you shall find it in the first quarter of this year that will supply the ideas and knowledge that will make you fruitful. And you will climb through those ideas over every wall this year in the name of Jesus. Nothing will be too high for you to attain this year. You will break boundaries. And many will be jealous at your advancement. With bitterness, many may attack and seek to hurt you. But your hands shall remain strong and steady and that by the hand of God who will help you throughout the year and in that time when men rise up to attack God will multiply the increase that he has brought into your hands by blessing you with the blessings of heaven above by blessing you with the blessing of the deep things that lie inside this earth he shall give unto you you shall be blessed beyond previous generations in your family. And whatsoever you set your hands to do this year, it shall be so in the name of Jesus. The blessing of outcasts shall be granted unto you. God will gather this year unto you those who are considered the outcasts of the earth. Those who have been rejected all used and dumped as the Philistines dumped the Egyptian slave who helped David with strategic information. So shall it be unto you this year. Your kindness shall attract people who have been used in other organizations and dumped, who have been used by other people and dumped. But those people are containers of strategic information. Your kindness will attract those people to you this year. And they will open their hearts to you such that they will assist you with strategic information of great value. Those others have used and done will find their destinies and path relating with you. They will get their clothes put back on their back by your own kindness into their lives. And they will return and open up significant doors onto you. Some of you listening to me now hear this, this specific. You have suffered rejection in the past. And you have been used and dumped. You are listening to me this morning. You feel unworthy on the inside. You feel rejected. 2022, you cannot in physical terms. Describe it as a good year. Based on this experience that you had. You have lived with this trauma in your soul. And covered it from others even though you hurt daily. Hear God's word for that situation. For this is the judgment of God unto you. As by the disobedience of one man Adam, death entered into humanity, so by the obedience of another, the situation was reversed and the free gift of eternal life was conferred upon humanity. Therefore, thus saith the Lord unto you, before the end of the first quarter of this year, someone is walking into your life, who will put the clothes back on your back. Through that person, the shame will be wiped away. All those that mocked you because they knew what happened will know in their hearts you have been visited by God. They will know that God has been faithful and he is a covenant keeper. This is for someone or people out there who have lost positions because they were lied upon by somebody. You are lied upon, and others hid. They are seen by framing a story against you that caused you to lose your status and position. You were hurt and almost fell into depression. Hear ye the word of the Lord for this year. It is not how many people who have gathered together or believed an evil report that matters but what seeds you have been sowing into the lives of others therefore thus said the Lord concerning that situation according to Deuteronomy chapter 33 and verse 26 it says there is no one like the God of Jeshurun who rides across the heavens to help you And on the clouds in his majesty. He has visited you, that's God, with justice this year. Shortly, your name shall be mentioned in a place. And you shall be called for by somebody in authority. Who shall put you in position. And those who lied on you will come quietly one by one. And visit you to apologize. And ask for your own prayers and forgiveness. For the hand of the Lord shall be evident upon your life. Another group you have worked hard. In your previous job. You gave your all. You were let go. And you feel unrewarded. Life seems not to have been just unto you. Now you are in a new place. And everybody is saying congratulations. And you have thanked God for this new place. But it is still less than the last position. And it is not as promising as what you lost. God is saying to you this morning. He has heard your prayers. Where you are is only a stopgap. A house for your healing. Now the real door shall be opened unto you. A helper shall step into your life shortly. And lead you to this new place. As Boaz stepped into the life of Ruth, someone with great grace and authority shall step into your life by divine coincidence the pain shall be reversed and forgotten by that blessing and the position that you shall be given is not something you have ever imagined in your life the blessing of kindness shall come upon you all for the seeds that you have all sown in the past You shall experience this year, say the Lord, what the kindness of God feels like. The kindness and the mercy of God shall be tangible in your life. You shall hear from the person sent by God to you, giving you knowledge, strategic in nature, that will make the last decade a journey in the wilderness no matter how blessed you thought you are by the changes that will occur in your life this year you will know what the scripture means after this knowledge is imparted into your soul and the changes that it will bring into your life that for lack of knowledge my people perish not only Will you see that your prayers have been answered long ago, but your lines shall also fall into pleasant places. You shall see God at work in your life without seeing an angel, nor even hearing a voice. But in your daily course of your activity and duties, the lines will fall onto you in pleasant places. And you shall enter into things that you did not plan for. You will arise out of any situation you face. By accessing light that lies within you in the Holy Spirit. Regardless of the darkness that is all around. First Samuel chapter 12 and verse 8. The Bible says after Jacob entered Egypt. They cried unto the Lord for help. And the Lord sent Moses and Aaron who brought your ancestors out of Egypt and settled them in this place. This year, as you cry unto the Lord in any situation that seems beyond your present capacity, the Lord will bring your own Moses and Aaron to you and they shall settle you in a place unknown to you but prepared by God from the foundation of this world. <laughs> Divine protection. First Samuel chapter 14 verse 45. But the men said unto Saul, Should Jonathan die, he who has brought about great deliverance in Israel? Never. As surely as the Lord lives, not a hair on his head will fall to the ground. And the men rescued Jonathan, and he was not put to death. For all the service you have rendered into the kingdom of God in the past. Some of you under the sound of my voice, you have even left service in God's kingdom. But God will show you that he is not an unrighteous God who forgets the labor that you have rendered. Even if you are no longer serving today. But you once are served in God's kingdom. This word is for you. By the service that you have rendered in the kingdom. The angel that rescues from death shall go with you all your days of this year. Not one hair on your head shall fall to the ground. Your family shall be whole and intact. Wherever your children are on the surface of this earth, or any member of your family, this angel shall make sure that you never hear bad news concerning them. You and they all shall find helpers in that time that will bring them out of any difficult situation And no single member of your family shall be broken and none shall be missing in the name of Jesus. 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 2. Elisha replied unto her, how can I help you? Tell me what. What to do? What do you have in your house? And the woman replied and said, your servant has nothing at all. She said, except a jar of olive oil. This year, 2023, every single person under the sound of my voice, hear ye the word of the Lord to you. There's something in your house that you are calling nothing. There's something that you have in your hands. You have access to in your house that can produce an abundance this moment if you hold it in a different way this year God will help you by the prophetic that that which you have held and counted as common or nothing he will open your eyes to see the emptiness all around you in the lives of people and the value of that thing that you have that you can pour into the lives of people around you and fill up the emptiness and the needs of people. Therefore, the wealth that is inside your house shall be made visible unto you this year. And a product or a service shall come out of it that will fill the empty jars all around you. Your gift and your resource will be connected to the needs of humanity that you had not hitherto seen. It is your year of supernatural increase. And God will show you what is in your hands. And connect that to the emptiness in the environment. And from that, wealth shall be created in your family. Every single person under the sound of my voice. There is a jar of oil in your house. That you have called common or nothing. The Lord, by the prophetic shall open up your eyes to see it. And this shall become a product and service that shall enter into the nations of the earth. Mark nine twenty one 21 to 22. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has this child been this way? When did it start? And the father said, From his childhood. He answered, it has thrown in oftentimes into the fire and into the water to kill him. Some of you under the sound of my voice hear ye the word of the Lord. You had a traumatic experience in your childhood that has been left unaddressed for years. It has led to you making decisions. All things happening where you have found yourself thrown into situations that can be considered as the fire or the flood with the intent of destroying you. The trigger came, the trigger comes out of that thing that entered into you in your childhood. Tonight, God is addressing that issue and bringing it under divine judgment you are set free from that traumatic situation this morning in the name of Jesus you shall live free of that pain and heart in 2023 and it shall bring a brand new year unto you in the name of Jesus I declare over every single person under the sound of my voice every single month of this year shall bring a new blessing unto you. The river of life flowing from the throne of God shall bring joy into your family. You will eat of a new fruit from that tree every single month of this year. This year you shall have 12 distinct blessings eternal in nature and a sign unto all those that are around you that will show that God's hand rests upon you. In January, you shall experience the God of increase. In February, you shall know the Lord who delivers. In March, God will fight battles for you that you will not be able to handle by your own self. In the month of April, there shall be an opening. And you shall enter into something new. And something fresh in your life. In the name of Jesus. The month of May shall be the month, I said it, where you shall scale mountains. You shall leap over walls and men shall marvel at the quantum leap that you shall experience. In the month of June, your labor shall decrease, but your fruitfulness shall increase. In the month of July, you shall know the God that shows favor to his child. In the month of August, you shall experience grace that brings timely help in a time of need. You shall taste of the Lord in a new way and you shall say of a truth that the Lord himself is good. The last quarter of this year, when others are speaking about negative things, that is when you shall experience things that you have never imagined. The ember months shall be months of blessing. Months of multiplication And months of unprecedented victory You will be fat and flourishing this year I say unto you This will be the best year of your life so far I say again unto you The heaven shall drop its fatness upon your life You will drink of the rain of the waters of heaven I say unto you, the earth shall yield its increase unto you as you go out to labor in the name of Jesus. Every single person under the sound of my voice except it is the appropriate scriptural time for a member of your family to die. You shall not lose any member of your family in the name of Jesus Christ. Parents, the Lord will give you signs in your children. You will see them do distinct things this year. Hear this. That he is using those events to teach you what the child is destined to do on this earth. And you will write those things down and make prophetic pronouncements from that moment over the child to reinforce what God has shown you and to establish it on this earth. Hear me, you must not neglect this. That which you see will be an indication to you of what that child is destined to do and each child shall show some unique and distinct sign and therefore the declaration over each child must be specific according to the signal that heaven gives unto you and it shall be well with your children in the name of Jesus Christ no curse shall rest upon your house and everyone in your family shall remain healed and stay in good health Everything that has caused bitterness in the past. Corrupting the life that flows from the throne of grace. This year, those waters are changed into fresh waters. For the Lord has opened your eyes to see what he was doing. Your thoughts, that situation was for evil but God meant a good to come out of it with the opening of your eyes your pain shall be turned to pleasure for ashes beauty will be given unto you that which brought mourning to your soul that which your eyes will see will bring rejoicing to your heart and your life shall dramatically change for good as your attitude towards that situation changes. All dead things in your life shall come alive. There shall be no room to contain the harvest the fresh waters are bringing into your life. Your leaves will never, un- will never wither this year. Your fruit will never fail. Every month shall bring something shall bring forth something new unto you. This fruit shall cause the work of your hands to blossom. The leaves shall bring healing and wholeness to everything that you do. Now, and I saw that there are some people who have decided to divorce. Thus said the Lord unto you. He is not asking you to fake anything. But he is saying, give him one month of not saying anything negative to each other about or about each other. And the healing waters don't try to reconcile the healing waters shall unite your heart in a supernatural love that you have never experienced before in your life. When decisions are made against the collective, God's favor will single you out this year. As Lot was singled out and delivered, so shall your household be delivered this year. Genesis 19 15 says, and when the morning arose, the, ha- the angels hastened Lot, saying, arise, take your wife and your two daughters, lest you be consumed with this iniquity. And the Bible says, and while he lingered, the men laid their hands upon his hand and upon the hand of his wife and his two daughters and the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without the city before the collapse happened. I declare this blessing of being singled out upon your family. This year, if any member of your family is in any situation that will lead to harm. And they are not even aware or they linger on still, God's angel shall lay his hands upon every member of your family and snatch them out of that situation before the calamity occurs. And you will hear testimonies from them and you will remember this prophetic word. God will grant you mercy this year before all the people you will stand before and you will find favor in the eyes of men. That which you are afraid about, and as you stand here, it seems your prayer has not been answered. It is by favor in the eyes of people who have to deal with you, shall that thing be released unto you by the first quarter of this year in the mighty name of Jesus Christ let's just put up our hands and begin to thank God and bless him thank him for a wonderful year receive this prophetic words: a year of security a year of completeness a year of fruitfulness a year where every month shall bring a distinct blessing upon your life it is your Ebenezer Okay, he is your Ebenezer this year. My year that I call Ebenezer. The Lord shall help you. Let's just give him praise as we close this meeting. My response is hallelujah. Thank you and we bless you. Thank you for this new year. Thank you for bringing us Phosphor. Keeping us in good health. Granting us strength to see this day. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you that 2023 is going to be an outstanding year of your favor. Your blessing, your mercy, and your grace. We will do more than we ever imagined because you are our helper. You are the invisible hand within our own hand that causes us to break a bow of steel with our hands, that causes us to till the ground and have unusual increase. You are the invisible one back in our families and back in our businesses. You are the mind that is within us who is creating the ideas, gaining the foresight, showing us things that are to come. We give you praise and we thank you for this in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's put our hands together once again. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Shouldn't forget to go. Um back starts. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Huh? All right, so let me tell you this. Let me just quickly read to you. See, this meeting is going to be fire. Now, let me just read to you. The, the schedule will come, out to, to, will come out this morning. I almost said tomorrow. Let, let me just read the schedule to you so you, you know what we are coming up for. All right, opening night will be tomorrow. Tomorrow now, 5.30, and I'll be ministering with Duseo Yekon. The next day, Andy Osakwe morning session, Osayi Arome morning session. Afternoon session, Lori Dahosa and myself. Evening session, Pastor Andy Osakwe, Bishop Waliukian, Duseo Yekon Next morning, Arome Osayi, Lori Dahosa, Andy Osakwe, myself, Inkechi, mensa Bill. Fifth Men Bill John Hanna. Afternoon session in KCN Bill Winston. Evening session, Yemi Davis, Arume Osai, David O'Gwelly. Morning session sixth in KCN David O'Gwelly Bill Winston. Afternoon session Apostle Joshua Selman Apostle Grace Lubega. Evening session, John Hanna Bill Winston. Saturday morning session, Apostle Grace Lubega, Apostle Selman. Evening session, Apostle Selman. Sorry, Apostle Grace, Apostle Selman, and Nathaniel Bassi. And then we close out with our joy meeting on the 8th. Myself again, and Nathaniel Bassi. So it's going to be a profound and powerful meeting. All right? So be there. We start tomorrow. Those of you who are online, we have thousands of people watching abroad. It will be on Wafbeck channels. All right, online too. Amen. All right. Let us share the grace in fellowship. With the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.